Oh, thank you. This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC. Today is Sunday, May 1st, 2022, and this episode is going to be all about Austin Powers 1, International Man of Mystery, 1997, 25th, yes, 25th anniversary retrospective. As of, as since tomorrow is May 2nd, 2022, and the first movie, original Austin Powers by Mike Myers came out on May 2nd, 1997, this is my own thoughts and opinions of, a, in a, as a 25th anniversary retrospective of this, of this very funny and hilarious movie. In the description box of this episode for you, I will have the Austin Powers International Man of Mystery movie review from the May 2020 section of my podcasts, and I will also have three of my Austin Powers video made projects from October 31st, 2021, also in these Austin Powers content for you, and I will also have Austin Powers 3 in gold, Austin Powers 3, 3 in gold member from 2002, content for you in the month of July. With all that said, let's first go over the soundtrack, the sound music of Austin Powers, one, International Man of Mystery. Of course, we have Saul Bosanova, written and performed by the, the, the one and only Quincy Jones. All right, yeah, so that's the big that's the big theme music for Austin Powers. It also included the music in Austin Powers 1 also included What the World Needs What the World Needs Now is Love by Burke Bacharach. The Look of Love, which was also written by Burke Bacharach. The Look of Love. Um, after the look of love, we got These Boots Are Made for Walking. That was performed by Nancy Sinatra. Then, we, of course, we have at the end of the movie with the, with the Fembots, we got I Touch Myself by the Divin, the Divinials, the Divinials, however you pronounce that? Divin, Divinials. That song came out in 1990, 1990 slash 1991. I Touch Myself. Don't worry, I won't be singing I Touch Myself. That's, that's female singers, and I decided that. I Touch Myself was not a song that I want forever on <clears throat> the, the uh, web. Meow Mix, <laughs> performed by Dr. Evil. Meow Mix, Meow Mix, Meow Mix, Meow Mix, please deliver. Oh, of course, uh, Mr. Secret Agent Man. Secret Agent Man. Secret Agent Man. And by the, Mike Myers and his group, Ming T. BBC, BBC One, BBC Two, BBC, 
BBC. So yeah, this movie has a lot of good, uh, creative and very, um, energetically like movie music that is very six, 1960s in nature. So Austin Powers, International Man, a mystery has a lot of, um, a lot of uh, music that can be really taken in. We really liked about all the music I just went over. The very last thing that appears on the screen at the end of the credits of the movie is Groovy Baby. And the final credits includes and the final credits include scenes of a photo shoot with Austin Powers, as well as a music video of the song BBC by Ming Tio. Yes. Okay, now. This movie, all right, this movie has 83 bits of trivia. I want to go over some of this. The shishing scene, with your name on it, shishing scene was improvised by Mike Myers and Seth Green. And it's interesting, Mike Myers was born in 1963, and Seth Green was born in 1974, and they're supposed to be father and son, so yet they're only 11 years apart, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, Joe, Joe Sun, the actor who played Random Task, is serving a lifelong prison sentence for something, and so it's kind of eerie to watch him in the scenes of this first movie, knowing that he eventually, uh, got in trouble with stuff. So that was a little uh, interesting bit of trivia. Mike Myers originally wanted Jim Carrey to play Dr. Evil, but Carrey eventually passed due to scheduling con conflicts with Liar Liar 97. Myers then took the iconic role himself. Oh, before I get into more parts about this movie of trivia and some other things, I just want to say that in the Super Bowl, in the Super Bowl of 2022, which was in February 2022, Super Bowl of America, Mike Myers and he, he, he brought him and a few of the other cast members from Austin Powers movies together for a General Motors um, ads. Now, with Mike Myers and some of his other cast going, getting together to make those clips of footage for, from, from by General Motors is giving me my fingers crossed the hope that even though we no longer have Vern Troyer with us, that from those General Motors ads, hopefully one day in the next few years that we could possibly really have an Austin Powers 4 because of Mike Myers and the, and the other cast members doing that General Motors stuff. So we can, we, one can hope and wish. We'll see what happens. Oh, and, and of course, it would also be um, really neat if we also ever had a Wayne's World 3. Yeah, I'd like to have a Austin Powers 4 and Wayne's World 3. Um, the appearance of Dr. Evil is based on is based on Irv Stavel Blofeld from the uh, James Bond franchise, but the voice and, voice and mannerisms are based on longtime executive producer Lorne Michaels from Saturday Night Live. Mindy Sterling improvised Frau for Business lines about the Lucky Charm commercials. Oh, Lucky Lucky Charms. That was a funny few seconds. No, but this entire movie, very funny. Um, it's not for everybody type of funny, but I, I, I really had a really good time with this first original and the first sequel, The Spy Who Shagged Me. I think the third movie, three and gold number, was the weakest. But because this summer, Austin Powers 3 in Goldmember is going to be the 20th anniversary of the third movie because of that. And the movie came out in July of 2022. Uh, in this summer, I will have for you Austin Powers, in, Austin Powers 3 in Goldmember 
content content about the third movie but again this here is all about the 25th anniversary retrospective of the first movie starting tomorrow may 2nd nine is the exactly 20 years since the first movie and i love recording stuff austin powers related so here we go is elizabeth hurley and mimi Mimi, elizabeth hurley and Mimi, mimi rogers asked and were allowed to keep their tight leather outfits and they did look very very well in those outfits the america online on austin powers version is 3.0 in the commentary on the dvd jay roach states that he did the aol product placement to get a to get a free year of service from them with the really slow dial-up modem and there's also america online featured in the second and third movie as well Mike Myers' wife suggested that he dance in the movie during the credits since he dances around his own ho- his own house in the buff. This has been a continuing trademark of the franchise. In uh, The Spy Who Shagged Me 2, 1999, he dances naked. All right, let me just see what the rest of all this trivia says. I don't want to say all of it, just the one that I find the ones that I find important and then I'll talk about the cast and the and the story. Yeah, I want to talk about the story plot for sure, because it involves uh, being frozen and getting out of a frozen state for sure. All right, let me just see what the rest of this says. So the line that Dr. Evil says to Austin in after a brief monologue to Dr. Evil about free love, that's Austin Powers to Dr. Evil, Dr. Evil responds, there's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster, which was an homage to a classic Lenny Bruce joke. All right. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The Zima, Zima power drink. In the Las Vegas bar scene where Austin flashes his peace sign and is laughed at, Mike Myers originally wanted Austin to be drinking a Zima to show Powers desperately trying to be cool and failing. In the movie, he's drinking a Tab Cola instead. Coors, the owners of Zima, were keen on the idea until they realized they were being mocked and quickly pulled out. Mike Myers grew up listening to Quincy Jones and used... Sal Bosa Nova is the main theme to the movie. That's yeah, that's by Quincy Jones. You know that. The quartermaster clerk, famed for his one Swedish-made penis larger dialogue, is played by Neil Neil Malarkey a member of the comedy store players in Britain and one-time comedy partner of Mike Myers. Uh, they, they toured as Malarkey and, My- Malarkey, and My- Malarkey and Miles in the 1980s. Now, this guy about the, the Swedish made, uh, the Swedish made, um, the, the quartermaster clerk in Austin Powers 1 comes back in 2002's Austin Powers 3 and Goldmember as the physician. So I thought that was interesting that even though he was in the first movie, he played a different character role in the third movie.
For al-farbissim's name comes from the Yiddish word farbissin, which is usually used in conjunction, conjunction with punum, meaning face. Farbissim punum describes a dour, pinched, or for, forbidding face. It may also be related to the German word farbissin, meaning uptight and grim, which largely, largely describes farbissima. Mike Myers decided not to do a third Wayne's World film so he could focus on and develop a secret agent comedy, which is a parody of the James Bond movies, which became this film. But like I said, I still want to see down the line a few years from now, uh, really would be really great to have a um, Austin Powers 4 and then after Austin Powers 4, a third Wayne's World. The film was only a modest success at the box office, but it became a bigger hit when, when it was released on video. Daniel Craig, the sixth official actor to play James Bond, went on, to rec went on record to say that Austin Powers messed up the James Bond film franchise. The producers feared people would not be able to take James Bond seriously after Austin Powers mocked the campy nature of the series. This led to the darker and grittier Casino Royale reboot. The fictional breakaway, the fictional breakaway Russian Republic, Kreplakistan, is named that named after Kreplok, a small dumplings that are part of small dumplings that are part of a Jewish cuisine. Austin's glasses were modified after the one worn, worn by Michael Caine's character Harry, Harry, Palm, Harry Palmer from the Ice Press file. Because of this, Michael wore the original glasses. When he played Austin Powers' father, Nigel, in Gold Member 3. Yes, you get to find out who Austin Powers' father was in the third movie. The ringtone that occurs when Basil Video calls Austin is lifted from the comedy spy movie film Our Man of Flint, starring James Coburn, and something like that spy film where I believe was mentioned in some kind in the beginning of the second movie. Alright. I'm going to get to the story plot, what I find interesting in a sec. Just want to see if any remaining trivia is here. Okay, so a lot of vagina is based on Fiona Vope, the female antagonist of Thunderball. Okay. Yes, he's very talented. It was the only film in the Austin Powers franchise to be given the 15th certificate in the United Kingdom. The following films were given the 12th certificate. The film, so this first movie was given a 15, which kind of was close to like an R rating in the UK. The film was given for the 15th certificate for the sexual content, nudity, violence, and mild language.
I'm about to get to talking about the cast and the story plot. I'm just scrolling through the trivia one more time. But while I'm looking through the trivia, I will have in the description box for you. Also, yeah, I think I already, I think I already said this, but uh, the uh, Rumble video of Do the three Doctor Evil, I mean the three Austin Powers Doctor Evil videos I did on Rumble, along with the actual movie review of this Austin Powers. Oh, so the funny part where he gets unfrozen. At the beginning of the film, Austin has five stages of defrosting. They are as follows. Stage one, laser cutting. Stage two, warm liquid goo phase. Stage three, reanimation. Stage four, cleansing. And stage five, evacuation. I'll go back to that stuff in a bit. I, I will go back to that in a bit. This movie features two actors seen in Seinfeld, Larry Thomas, the soup Nazi, in that poker scene, and Brian George in the um, United Nations scene. Brian George, who played the um, that guy in the restaurant in Seinfeld. Uh, Brian George also played the dad of um, Raj in The Big Bang Theory, and Brian George was born in the, the in Israel. Oh, right, that, oh yeah, that's right. Scott Evil plays the voice of Chris Griffin, and Carrie Fisher was in Family Guy, so that connects them together. Secret agent, man. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go over the story plot about being frozen and unfrozen. So the movie takes place in 1967 and 1997. I'll get into that too in a bit of a story plot wise. Mimi Rogers was once married to Tom Cruise, who played secret agent Ethan Hunt in the in Mission Impossible franchise. And the movie and the movie inside the movie version of Austin. Pa oh yeah, he was. Well, let's get. I don't want to get too much of Goldmember away, but. Yeah, Goldmember I'm going to talk about later this summer, but uh, in, uh, I want to say July. July it officially came out. The reason Larry Thomas was played as a blackjack dealer for the poker scene was that the film filmmakers offered him the part because they liked his role as the soup Nazi in Seinfeld. And Lewis Childs, who's in Moonraker, from James Bond, Moonraker, Moonraker 1975, is a former Bond girl of the wife of the henchman who was crushed by the steamroller. And one last thing I want to say about the trivia section is that Tom Arnold, who, who cameos as a cowboy in the toilet scene, had starred in True Lies in 1994. In both films, Austin Powers and Harry Tasker, secret agents, secret agents fight and kill henchmen in, the, in a public restroom while one person is sitting on the toilet next to him. Yeah, that's true. All right, now let's go back into the main movie itself. I'm done with the trivia. I already went over the music in the very beginning. 
Yeah, there's different versions. Okay, now let's look at the actual title itself. Let's go over, um, let's go over some of this story. Well, okay, so a world-class playboy and part-time secret agent from the 1960s emerges after 30 years in a cryogenic state to battle with his nemesis, Dr. Evil. This movie, by the way, was directed by Jay Roach. He directed all three entries in the series. I already went over the music, the story there. Okay, so I thought it was funny when it got unfrozen because at the end, the last stage, evacuation, he'd be peeing for an extremely long amount of time, keep peeing and peeing and peeing and peeing for so long, and then it would go, evacuation, come, evacuation, come, evacuation, come, come. Come, evacuation, come, 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 evacuation, come, evacuation, come. Then, also, also, when Dr. Evil wanted to laugh and have his minions and people, other bad guys next to him, there's the one scene where they're, they're la he's laughing, and they're all laughing together, and it's all like, <laughs> and they just keep laughing and laughing long, 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 long. <laughs> And keep laughing long, 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 and long. So, that was the funny thing about evacuation. And then on the evil side, laughing a long time. So, Mike Myers, this was his thought and idea. And it came out followed by uh, the two follow-ups. Austin Powers 2, The Spy Who Shagged Me in 1999. And Austin Powers 3 and Goldmember. Look out for Austin Powers 3 and Goldmember content later this summer. Uh, most likely July. Okay, so his boss, Austin Powers' boss in the movies franchise, might be played by Michael York. Okay, is named Basil. Basil Exposition. Let me say that again. The character name of the boss is Basil Exposition, which is also again a very funny title, because exposition. Well, you know what exposition means, and that's why it's funny to be called that. <laughs> exposition like yeah think about it and then Robert Wagner plays number two and Rob Lowe plays the younger version of number two in the second movie and uh, Rob, Rob, Rob Lowe also was part of the ca cast in the uh, recent February 2020 February 2022 general general motors um General, General, General Motors advertisements. I don't know why Robert Wagner wasn't a part of that, but I'm hoping a lot of the, or all the cast comes back possibly for an Austin Powers 4. Um, Fabiana, you, Fabiana Udenio played a lot of, a lot of Fachina? What? A lot of, I'm sorry, I thought, a lot of vagina. No, um, the only thing I didn't really like about her is that I found out um, from research that um, her breasts and tits are fake. And uh, anybody that knows me should know that I only like natural, real, natural, real breasts that are not fake or artificial at all. Anything, anything that's not an A cup, as long as it's B, B C, or D. B, C, D, B, C, D, B, C, D, C, C, double D, yes. Uh, <laughs> Paul, Paul Dinian played Patty O'Brien. That was the, uh, that was the lucky, 
<laughs> the Lucky Charms part, little Lucky Charms part of the of the, of the movie. Uh, Will Ferrell plays Mustafa. If you're a Will Ferrell fan, Will Ferrell fan, he's both in um, Austin Powers one and two. Clint Howard, the related rela- Clint Howard related to Ron Howard in the first movie, he's a radar operator, and then he plays I forget what kind of character in the second movie. Elizabeth Hurley. As Vanessa Kensington is memorable, and his, her mom in the movie is played by Mimi Richards. Scott, Scott, Seth Green plays Scott Evil, the son of Doctor Evil, and in real life they're only eleven years apart. Mindy Sterling, of course, as Frau Farbissima. Mindy Sterling as Frau Farbissima was brought back for the General Motors previews of the Super Bowl, as was Seth Green and Ro- and Rob Lowe, but not Robert w- w- Wagner. Charles Napier as Commander Gilmore, unfortunately, has already passed away. All right, let me see anybody in the cast list. I let me just check the cast list again. El Elia Baskin is, is as General Borzhevsky. That was during the whole um, being reminded about how much time he missed. Between the 60s and 90s, once unfrozen with that character. Okay. Let me just go through the um, all casting crew, see if I missed anybody. All right, Mike Myers as Austin Powers and Dr. Evil. Elizabeth Hurley as Vanessa Kensington. Michael York as Basil Exposition. 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 Mimi Rogers as Mrs. Kensington. Robert Wagner as number, number two. Seth Green as, Seth Green as Scott Evil. Ferbena Odeno with fake tits, unfortunately. Only real natural for me. A lot of a China. Mindy Sterling as Frau Forbissena. Um. Will Ferrell's character was Mustafa, who's in 1 and 2. Clint Howard is the radar operator, and he plays another part in the second, um, in some of the uh, follow-ups. So like I said, there's the Fembot, there's the Fembot scenes towards the end, which had that I, I, I Touch Myself song, which is by a female singer. I will not be singing that song, just mentioning it about as part of the first movie. Carrie Fisher plays the therapist in the therapist scene. And this is also, while produced, created, and, and, and starred with Mike Myers, this is actually also produced by Demi Moore. I believe it's, yes, that Demi Moore. And of course, the music is by George S. Clinton, music by. And I really am holding out hope that one day somehow Mike Myers will deliver for us an Austin Powers 4 movie. One could only want that to really happen. Um, this movie, again, was really very um, entertaining. Every other, every uh, joke after joke after joke after joke. I, I, this original was really good. The second, the first sequel, Spider Shagney in 1999. Was also very well done. Um, again, by the time, by the time they made the third movie, it, the jokes were starting to get stale. But there was a, a some new kind of creative new stuff about the third movie, Goldmember. But for the most part, it did feel a lot of repetition after from the first and second. But uh, 
I really, really enjoyed Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery and Austin Powers 2, The Spy Who Shagged Me. And Austin Powers 3 in Goldmember, content for you in this later this summer. Because I, I never really talked about Austin Powers 3 Goldmember on my podcasting channel. But I think this July is the best opportune time to do that because it's the 20th anniversary. But this is Austin Powers 1, International Man of Mystery 1997, 25th anniversary retrospective. By the time you hear this, it will be exactly 25 years since the release of the first movie. This movie had a lot of, again, the jokes to me... While it might be silly and what have you for some, I really enjoyed this. It's one of my favorite film franchises. And... Hell, I'm, you know what? I'm going to link the Spy You Shagged Me 20th Anniversary Podcast to this description as well. Because you know what? It's all about marketing. And marketing can be done in a very way that people can see everything I made before. So, I really, yeah. If you've never seen Austin Powers 1, International Man of Mystery, uh, if you feel, if you still feel like a kid, definitely check it out. Uh, but if you have other kinds of humor and might not like this, this is not a friend, this is not for everybody. If I had to grade, if I had to grade or rate Austin Powers 1, International Man of Mystery, I would give this, I would give this an 8 out of 10, an 8 out of 10, or a B plus. I've seen it many times, I laugh every single time my ass off, and yeah, let me just see, anything else I want to say about this movie? Yeah, an 8 out of 10 or a B plus. Let me see if there's anything else I want to say about this movie that hasn't yet already been said before I close out this review slash thoughts and opinions of an Austin Powers 1 International Man of Mystery, the 25th anniversary retrospective. Oh, I know what else I wanted to, what I wanted to say. Um, this movie is distributed or produced by New Line Cinema. Yes, New Line Cinema. The same New Line Cinema that gave us the Freddy Krueger movies and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I went over the music, the music of the great, the music of the movie. I went over the music of the movie in the beginning of this. Okay. I would recommend this, but again, this isn't going to be for everybody. And um, yeah, it's the, it has been now the 25th anniversary retrospective of Austin Powers 1, International Man of Mystery. Tune in to the next episode, same bad channel, same bad time, where the entire episode is no talkie, no commentary. It's just most of the... Remember, most of the quotes, lines of Austin Powers 1 will get its own episode without talkiness. So, if you're interested, check out me performing the quotes from Austin Powers 1 directly after this. And then, later this week, I have some... Past today, Sunday, I have some non-Austin Powers-related content for you. And you'll learn more about that in a few days. 
But for today's Sunday, I wanted to have out for you at least Austin Powers International Man of Mystery 25th Anniversary Retrospective, performing quotes from the movie right after the retro- 25th Anniversary Retrospective. And before these two, we have for you my thoughts and titles of the recently announced subtitles of Mission Impossible 7 and 8. Check that out if you like to hear about Mission Impossible 7 and 8 content. And, um, yeah, I think I went over all major points of everything with this. Uh, yeah. So, if you still want more Austin Powers content, come back for the quotes coming up next. Otherwise, you'll hear about Austin Powers 3 and Goldmember uh, later this summer. We are now officially in May, so I'll have that out for you in, I think, July. Yeah, that's going to be July content. And, uh, yeah, like I said, with the, um... With the uh, General Motors stuff that Mike Myers and the cast did in uh, February Super Bowl 2022, one can can only, uh, fingers crossed, that 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 means that we will, since he works with everybody again, with most people again, to get an Austin Powers 4 one day. Would really be neat and nice to have Austin Powers 4 and Wayne's World 3. And uh, yeah, that's all for now. Support your local AMC movie theaters to keep them in business because the movie theaters might not exist one day. And uh, yeah, that's it for now. And just like Austin Powers, who dances all the time, everybody dance and have a good time. One more time. Everybody dance and have a good time. This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC. Signing out. Dun 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 d